y'all this is your girl Aisha and it's just me it's just me tonight me with my thoughts tonight um as you all know your girl is on a much needed break which is good you know during this time I am going hard in therapy (laughs) I'm spending some alone time with myself um realigning things and working towards some bigger projects and so I'm just excited about this time to myself um the therapy today was um very touchy and you guys know that I am pro-therapy so I really hope that you guys are taking advantage of that and I know I preach and preach and preach and say therapy is a non-negotiable and make sure y'all get therapy and I honestly mean that um Why is therapy important? Let's talk about it. Let's get into this conversation. So, therapy is important because how can you move forward in your life if you you don't deal with the things or the situations that you may have ignored or you may have suppressed? And so your body becomes conditioned to allow things certain things to happen right and when you allow yourself to be conditioned to certain things it it doesn't matter what it is and I know we use the word toxic so much these days and some people's like oh well your toxic relationship I don't want to hear that shit but I mean it's the fact (laughs) so um it's important to acknowledge when your body tells you hey something isn't right I need some help you need some help we need some help and so that's the beauty of therapy to me and therapy isn't new to me um I actually got therapy I started therapy when I was 14 Um, I've been through some interesting things in my life. And I was 14 years old, the first time I ever had a therapy session. And I appreciate my mom for that. And um, ever since then, I've always been open for therapy. Um, And then I later would get therapy as I got older. You know, I got therapy in high school. I did therapy outside of high school. And I really did therapy really hard the past 15 years of my life. Um... And during that time, I was in a relationship. I've only been in two relationships in my life. Um, And that is, um, I guess you call my high school sweetheart, but we didn't do nothing with it. My high school sweetheart. um, And then um, my my husband, soon to be ex-husband. That's it. Um, Other men that I've came across, they were not relationships. But those two were relationships, meaningful relationships. And um, I didn't leave one relationship to go to the next relationship. But I don't think I even healed from that very first relationship because I was so young and I went through so much. And so I didn't acknowledge that. Okay. And so then after that, I met my children's father right relationship we established a relationship we made it known and we fostered the relationship at least the best that we knew how 
And in that relationship, we had some some very, very good times. We also had some very bad times. And without proper guidance, our relationship, you know, began to take a toll. But, you know, no one has a book, right? We don't come with books when it comes to relationships in life. And people say, yeah, there's a book, it's the Bible. And I ain't saying that it isn't. It's a tool as well as other things. But um, no one really comes like with a real book book to help you navigate this shit called life. It's like you take pieces from here, you take pieces from here, you take pieces from there and there and there. And you use those things to help you navigate life. And it's very important that we pick up on the right things to help you navigate life. And who is to decide what the right things are? And I, that would be said person. But to me, I would say common sense. But I also learned along the way that what's common to me isn't common to others. So how do you even decide that, right? But in this session today, it was just an intro session. But this session, um, I... I was a bottle of emotions, you know, and I guess because, you know, right now I'm on this hot girl, white toenail situation, right? And my kids are off with their father and this is just my time, right? I'm supposed to be living it up and I'm supposed to be traveling to NY to see my, my, um, one of my dearest friends, hopefully later this month. And then, you know, in and out the streets with my best friend in Atlanta and rooftop sipping and pasta eating and meeting somebody's sons and because you know I'm a multiple dater right meeting somebody's sons and linking up with friends you know just that was this is the plan and not saying that this plan will still not happen because we're still in the beginning stage I mean baby what we're three days in four days in since they've been gone but one of my main focal points during this time was really the therapy guys and um I have not had therapy in um since October of last year and I be I first um, started with therapy. It was a group session for women um, that experienced domestic violence. Yes, your girl, and it's all right. Um, And so then after that, now I'm doing um, private sessions, right? And today was just really basic, you know, just basically getting to know you, getting to know all about you kind of situation. And she was like, well, you know, just kind of tell me about yourself. And so I started, you know, well, my name's Aisha. I'm the only girl, two boys kind of situation. And um, she made me realize that I don't have boundaries, which I don't. Um, she made me realize that I need to grieve, which I, I thought I have. I think I have. Fuck. I don't know. You know, um, it's okay to acknowledge my feelings in this place. And she said something that stood out to me. She said, what you did was courageous. She said, you are courageous. She didn't say you are strong. She said, you are courageous. And I believe I talked about this on one of the episodes, how (sighs) black women have been conditioned to think that the word strong, girl, I'm a strong black woman is a badge, right? And y'all, let me tell you something about Aisha. I am about as strong (laughs) 
as the foundation of a Timberland boot. <laughs> Let me stop just like, and I'm just, not, and, and I mean that in the physical strength, right? Right? Okay. Um, I remember one time, many months ago, I, I posted, I don't want to be defined by my, I don't want my strength to be defined by my struggle, right? Just because I have a high tolerance to deal with things that may be my good, good girlfriend won't. Because P won't deal with a lot of shit that I have dealt with that does not make me strong. You know, and I and I used to hate when someone called me strong because all my life I would hear that. Like, you so strong. And I'm looking like, okay, girl, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just courageous where some aren't. Brave where some, some aren't. Honest where many aren't. You know, I don't define that as strong. You know, that's not what I define as strong. We all have our own perspectives on these words in which are defined in the dictionary, which makes us also very beautiful because we are humans, right? Get into it. But she said, you are courageous. And I felt that. And when she said that, I began to cry. I did because many people, you know, have counted me out. A lot of people have counted me out. Many count me out and look at my face as if I don't know. Right. And. um, Leaving my husband should have been an easy choice, but it was not. But I knew that I had to leave him not just for the children, before he and I, right? And you probably like, you should, what the fuck? Listen to it. I know that we should have left each other along a long time ago. But we continued in our marriage out of the fear where we both came from. Now, his story is his own story to tell, and it's not my business to tell. And I won't, because I respect that man, man. And even though he and I have been through some shit, I respect that man. Right? So that he will be joining us on a podcast, and he'll be able to share his own story when he's ready. But um, I knew a long time ago that it was time to go but I was never courageous enough to let go get into it and I I wanted to be with him so badly one because I I love him I loved him I loved his dirty his dirty draws man and he was he was not a perfect person because I ain't no perfect person but he was in the stages and in the seasons that I was in, he was perfectly designed for me, right? Okay, so I grew up in a single parent home, right? Like I did. And it's so hard because my dad was not dead, nor was he incarcerated. He may have been, for all I know, but he was not there consistently. And so my mom raised me and my two brothers the best that she knew and that she could and she's done a pretty damn good job but being from 
a single parent home, right? Because it's not natural. That's not natural, guys. It happens. But that shit ain't fucking natural, right? A two-parent home is a balance. But a healthy two-parent home is a prize, okay? So when I had my first child, I still wasn't thinking about marriage or any of that shit. I never wanted to get married, and I was very adamant about that. Ralph knew about that. My mom knew about that. I was adamant, right? So then when I had my second child, my China doll, my so-so girl, and I looked at her, and I said, these babies don't deserve that. Me and their father need to figure it out. And so I kind of whistled, you know, we're going to get married or whatever. And then, you know, we shouldn't have, but we didn't then. And that was fine. I laughed. I ended up leaving, relocating to Birmingham. Then end up getting back with him. We got married. Now, mind you, we had our problems. I think that in relationships, you do each other no justice by marrying each other and you haven't done with, haven't dealt with your issues. And I'm saying your issues, I'm not talking about the relationship, I'm talking about the individual issues. You don't do no justice to nobody if you don't deal with your shit. My pastor growing up used to say, deal with your ugly self. You need to learn how to deal with your ugly self. Man, that is facts. The divorce rate is so high right now, not just in America, all over. Because we aren't dealing with the individual issues, right? We aren't dealing with the self-issues, right, that need to be dealt with, right? So me and Ralph got together. We both came from some interesting backgrounds. Single, I'm a single parent, and he came from a two-parent home, but that wasn't his father. Stepfather. See what I'm saying? So we never realize how our childhood affects our adult life. And so we get into these relationships thinking that we are ready for them and we're not. And I don't want to hear that shit. You're never ready for shit. Bullshit. Come to your person whole. Come to your person whole, right? So like, you know, your deep, dark secrets that you don't want anyone to know about that, you know, you need to deal with. Go fucking deal with the shit. Okay. Come to your person's whole because you can literally damage someone else's child, right? You can damage the person in which you thought you loved. It's so important that we come into these relationships as whole human beings, man. Period. Right? Deal with the things that you don't want people to find out. <laughs> You know, we we get so caught up in um, these fictational um, pound signed relationship goals because it ain't a hashtag. Y'all it's a pound sign, pound signed relationship goals, pound sign black love. Pa- <sighs> y'all stop looking at other people's relationship. I remember people used to tell me me and Raffles relationship goals. Fuck you. Fuck. We ain't because if you knew what happened when that door closed, you won't be we won't be your relationship goal. Right? So stop stop looking at other people's relationship trying to mirror that shit. 
You don't know what the fuck happens when that door closes, man. You don't know what those individual people are dealing with. And you don't know what it takes for them to sustain what they have, man. And let me tell you, it's by the grace of God that Ralph and I are both still here alive because we were both too hard-headed, stubborn, out-of-control human beings. Right? Okay? So thank God for grace. Let's talk about it. Let's get into this conversation. Okay? So, like, I think it's important that you go into relationships as whole human beings. Aisha, what do you mean by that? This is what I mean. Deal with your childhood traumas. Aisha, how do I deal with my childhood traumas? Guys, the only, the honest way that I know to deal with your childhood traumas is to face them, not to hide from them, not to run from them, not to blame someone for them, but to face them, right? Black community, real big in black community, molestation within the families. If you are a victim of that, baby, go get some therapy. Um, what about the angry black mom raising the children? If you are a victim of an angry black mom, please go deal with that. Because let me tell you something, what will happen in this marriage, right? That person that you have now become one with, united, because marriage is biblical principles. Let's not forget that one person, now it's one person that you have become one with. They are going to pull things out of you, right? That you didn't even know damn existed. You knew it was there, but you try to kind of cover it up, right? You know what I'm saying? Baby, go deal with your shit, okay? Go deal with your shit. If you know that you have anger issues, women and men, and you know you don't know how to deal with it, and you know that you use things like different aids to help you suppress your anger issues, that's not going to help anymore. Now we have to really do the work, right? So when I say suppress our aids to assist, marijuana, um alcohol sex i go down the line if you use those things as the as mechanisms to help you deal with your shit go get some help go get some help facts just fucking find a therapist and go get some help where can i find a therapist aisha look let me tell you do like i did if you're gainfully employed your 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 job has a program called eap right eap is is free Several sessions are free. I think there's like, depending on your employer, you get four sessions free, five to six sessions free. You get free sessions. Take advantage of those free sessions. And then after that, use your insurance. Behavior health insurance can range from, copayment can range from what? $25, $45, $50. That's nothing. Yes, I said it's nothing. That's a drink or two. <laughs> depending on the, the night you've had or the week you've had um that's a good 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 meal $25 not really good $45 you know it's good it's money that you have that's disposable that you can use to aid in bettering yourself right now um there's applications where um you don't even have to leave your um your home telehealth is so convenient and affordable and behavior health is associated with it i don't give a fuck how much your therapy costs fucking take your ass to therapy that's what i mean in a nutshell right because you don't want to get married and you haven't done, dealt with your individual issues right um it's so different form there's so many different forms of therapy cognitive therapy um play therapy all kind of different therapy Go and talk to an unbiased person 
He doesn't know shit about you who gets paid to help you figure out your shit so that you can work toward living a healthy life. But don't just go to therapy, apply the shit in which they give you so that you can work toward better. Like, my new man is going to come in my life and he's going to be a whole person. You want to know why? Because I am a whole person and I'm working consistently and diligently making sure that I am a whole person, you know? Um, and it's important that we do these things. It's important that we do these things. And um, I just want to share that with you guys, you know, do the work. I am in such a vulnerable, I mean, the older I get, I've always been an open book. My girls back in um, high school, and I actually grew up with them, middle school, high school. My girls back in high school used to call me grandma. Because I've always been like an open book, kind of wise in a sense. And I'm thankful to my mom for that and, and the women that she allowed around me. You know what I'm saying? But that honesty part I got from my mom. Um, and God, too. Let's keep it, you know, let's let's get into it. But I just really want everybody to do the work, the necessary work for yourself, man. I believe in my people. I do. Male or female, my people, my black people, I'm I'm team us. Always been, always have been. And I want better for us as individuals and as a community. And it's very important that we learn how to communicate effectively. We learn how to take care of self. We learn how to deal with the underlying issues in our community, which starts with self, so that we could be assets to each other. If I could change this world, like with like a snap of my finger my god i would i would uh, african americans we've had it we've had an interesting card dealt and i sit and i watch us i study us um because it's such a challenge for a lot of us to navigate life and move forward in life but once we actually honestly start doing the work and working toward that and just being genuine people like honest people and stop trying to bamboozle each other or find an easy way out or do underlining, conniving things. Like once we get past those things, once we get past those things, we are such a powerful community. We are such a powerful people. And I just want the best for us. And I truly believe that the best with us starts with us individually. Um, start our individual self, holding our individual self accountable and working toward realistic resolutions so that we can be a better people, you know what I'm saying? And so I am so excited about the future of our culture. I love this generation. Now they're so outspoken, where it's downright disrespectful. And I, I'm here for it, not for the disrespect, but the way that they are, um, I think it's beautiful. The way that they don't, they're not boxed in or subjecting themselves to behaviors in which their mom did or their mother's mom did or the father's did and they're actually working toward doing the work so you know i'm super excited about it but my people go get some therapy man go get some therapy like this is not a sponsored show but it's so let me tell you let me let me tell you where you can start for my ladies let me tell you where y'all can go give me a minute Give me one moment. 
my ladies therapy for black girls start there you can visit their website and it's literally therapy for black girls you can find a therapist there and if you are a therapist and you need you're wanting to be available to different clients you can enroll there that's not sponsored just fucking go to therapy for black girls for my guys let me tell you something what y'all can do i'm about to look There is a site. I'm not sure how successful it is. Oh, it looks very successful here. It's called therapyforblackmen.org. You can find a therapist there too, and you can find a coach. I want you guys to check those things out. This is not sponsored by them. I don't know these people, but I want you to go and link yourself up and find a therapist. EAP, go straight to HR. Hey, I didn't want to take advantage of EAP. Do we offer it? They'll be like, huh? And they'll tell you. Um, also, you can contact your insurance company. Uh, find out what your deductible is for behavior theft. Um, I'm sorry. Find out what your deductible is for behavior therapy and start there. Um, if you are not currently employed right now, it is okay. You could start by journaling or you can see if there is any free options. Google is my friend. See if there's any free options to see um, if what options you have available that may be free to you or if you're not employed and you have um, your your state's Medicaid, Medicare, Medicaid options, you can get behavior therapy on that. OK, so there's there's go, there's ways out here. So if you are not employed right now and you're unemployment, you can qualify for a low income subsidy, low income insurance, which is Medicaid. Get all that shit. Behavior ther- therapy. And get a therapist and, and, and allow someone who has studied the, the mind to help you with your mind, right? And, and move forward. Because God did not create therapists for no reason. <laughs> so get a therapist, do the work, begin to work on yourself, and really begin to love yourself a lot more. And, and that is a part of self-care. Like, we have this whole self-care wave going on. So fucking awesome, right? Your girl Aisha's here for it. I am really starting to really implement self-care. Like, White Toe Saturday, uh, White Toe um, Summer, White Toe Saturdays, I go get my toes on. And I used to get my red nails, you know, I love me red. Um, But those are things that implement self-care to me. You know what else is self-care for me? My plants. Go check out the Dope Green Thumb. My plants. So therapy is also self-care so i just you know want to encourage you guys to do the work um and yeah don't forget catch a girl on a replays go check out previous episodes share your thoughts with me guys i really am open for it um i i get a lot of people sharing their thoughts on instagram i appreciate you guys um and on facebook Keep in mind, you guys could actually leave a voice response. I can play that back in future episodes. Don't forget, you can monthly subscribe to the Tribe Vibe. Um, also, please, please share, listen, download, tell a friend. All of those things will help 
um, the Tribe Vibe community grow continuously. So I thank you guys for always supporting me. This is just a little blue bloop, you know, a little razzle dazzle, as my girl Kiki P, Kiki Poo says, a little razzle dazzle, just a little something. It was on my mind, and I wanted to share this with you. But you guys, I'm super excited about season three. I am. We're switching up a little. No, we're not. We're not switching up. We are elevating in conversation here. And I plan to talk about some things that are important. Life insurance is going to be some topics. Finances. Um, still talking about sex and somebody's son rubbing on some booties. Um, but we're talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, we're going to be really talking about health moving forward. And and as you guys know, the conversations that we have on the Tribe Vibe is simply the conversations I have with my girlfriends when I am not on air. Um, and so I'm super excited about sharing these conversations with you guys. I'm just thankful for everyone who have who has sewn into the Tribe Vibe, my monthly subscribers. Thank you for people who have um, sewed into me as far as equipment. I was blessed with a whole microphone and I was blessed with um, a couple of things. So I'm super excited, very thankful. And y'all know I'm always and forever grateful for all of you all to all of my listeners, Puerto Rico, um, Vietnam, Venezuela, Venezuela, um, the Africa, United States, Alabama, New York, Florida, Georgia, Texas, Tennessee, um, the DMV area, Virginia, um, Ohio, Michigan. I thank you. I thank you guys so much. So thankful for all of you all for for liking, loving, listening, recording, talking about it, sharing it, joining the Tribe Vibe community. Like, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to my web design. It's my cousin. I love her so much. She hooked me up. Um, I'm thankful to my boy Jay that was on the previous season, my brother for coming through, and always my girl Kiki Poo and my girl P. Y T. Don't forget to check me out. Season three will be dropping very, very soon, July the second. Don't forget to tell your friends <laughs> to tell a friend. She, y'all know we can all be friends on Friday. Y'all tune in, man. Peace. Replay. <laughs>